0: Get to the bottom of what's truly healthy in this crazy, complex world, so you can take back what is rightfully yours. Welcome to the Health Sovereign Podcast. This is your host, Logan Christopher. Greetings, Logan Christopher here, and today we have a fun interview for you. wanted to take a moment to introduce our guest. Katherine Arnston has a 30-year career as an international attache for the Canadian and British governments, publisher of an international magazine and founder of three startups. But in 2009, when her younger sister was diagnosed with breast cancer and advised by her oncologist to change her diet to an alkaline one because it would help her heal, Catherine put her career on hold to help her sister. In the process, she discovered algae, the most alkaline, nutrient-dense plant in the world that no one seemed to know about. Catherine knew algae would be a game changer for the world if she could just help Americans understand it, and Energy Bits was born. Now I do want to let you know we have an affiliate relationship with Energy Bits, found out about this company, tried their product, really enjoyed it, was taking some spirulina this morning, took some chlorella last night. So if you go to their website energybits.com and use the coupon code LostEmpire, we do get a commission, but you also get a discount with that, and of course that helps to support this show keep going. Let's dive into the interview. Welcome Catherine to the Health Sovereign Podcast. Really excited for our conversation here today.
1: Me too. It's it's, uh, always my pleasure to share my knowledge of algae. (laughs) There's not many people doing it, so here we go.
0: (laughs) Right, yeah. And uh, we want to get there, but I I do want to dig a bit into your backstory because uh, I think it's important and also this topic of like how people come to I guess a, a, a bit of a different health paradigm is a interesting topic I've been exploring. So, uh, your sister was diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, do you want to share the story? Any, any point you want to pick up on that?
1: Yeah. So I, um, you know, I, have an mba and i was doing i'm canadian but i've i've um, lived in boston massachusetts for uh 33 years but um everything kind of ground to a halt about 12 years ago when my younger sister in canada was diagnosed with breast cancer she's fine now by the way just want to assure people that and her oncologist advised her to change her diet to an alkaline diet because it would help with her healing. Now, they didn't tell her what an alkaline diet was or why it would be good for her, but, you know, she's quite dutiful, (laughs) unlike myself, uh, following instructions from her medical professional. And uh, so she called me because I'm a really good researcher, and obviously I love my sister. So I said, I have no idea what an alkaline diet was. You know, I had had a career in interior design before that, so not exactly nutrition, (laughs) but I'm very, very... um, Deep in research, so I said, I'll find out and we'll get this, we'll do this together. So I did find out for her what an alkaline diet was, and it was basically a plant based diet because of the phytonutrients and the chlorophyll that have been documented for decades to build your immune system. So she did go through chemo, she completely changed her diet. Ten years later, she's still cancer free, but in the process of helping her. I started reading all these books about plant-based nutrition. Now this was 12 years ago and uh, plant-based nutrition was not mainstream like it is now. So um, I saw the science, I saw how powerful it was. I thought, gosh, somebody needs to share this information with the rest of the world. Oh heck, I don't, I have no idea how to do it, but I'm going to give it a shot. So I gave up my 25-year corporate career, and I thought, well, I need some sort of education. So I got a one-year certificate from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition in New York City, um, which basically taught me how to be a health coach. It gave me some science, but uh, not a ton. I've pretty much self-taught ever since then, but it gave me enough. And then, I put together a curriculum teaching plant-based nutrition for free at corporations and hospitals, basically anybody who would let me in. Um, and that's really when I had my epiphany about algae. You know, I got introduced to it through my sister. But my epiphany came when I was teaching people about the importance of plant-based nutrition, eating more vegetables, eating more greens. And the epiphany was this. Everybody knows they should eat more vegetables. Everybody knows they should eat more salads. But the reality was that most people either were too far away from a grocery store or they didn't have time to lug home heavy uh, vegetables, clean them, cook them, eat them. Maybe they didn't like the flavor of vegetables. Maybe their kids wouldn't eat them, the husband. So the bottom line was there were all these barriers between people getting the nutrients that they know they needed because we know our food chain is damaged because the soils have no nutrients in them. Uh, But so I thought, well, how can I help people be healthier if I can't get them to eat green? So that's when I thought, okay, I've got to go back and research further the things I had found for my sister. And maybe I'll find something that was easy, fast, green, that would work for people. So that it would take away all the burden and the, the cleaning and the eating and the whatever. So, so I tried a bunch of things, nothing was working. And then I found, I got to algae, which I'd found for my sister. And that's when I was like Alice in Wonderland falling into the rabbit hole because it turned out that algae was the most alkaline food in the world, which was what got me started on this journey. It's also the most nutrient dense food in the world. And that's not my opinion. That's a quote we have from NASA that says one gram of algae has the nutrients of a thousand grams of fruits and vegetables, and that's why they've been feeding it to the astronauts for 50 years, and they want to to grow it in space. Algae is the most studied food in the world. It has over 100,000 studies. There's about 60,000 on spirulina. That's one of the algaes we're going to talk about. And the other, about 40,000 on chlorella. So it's on solid scientific foundation. The trouble is that scientists like to talk to other scientists. And so no one has really shared this science with the consumers, which is one of the things I've been doing. So anyways, solid scientific foundation. Used for hundreds of years around the world. Most notably for the last year, 50 years in Asia, where it's a multi-billion dollar agricultural crop. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, algae is a food crop. It is not a supplement. It is grown in fresh water. We're going to talk about that because we grow ours in triple filtered spring mountain water. Then it's just air dried and pressed into little tablets or even some people sell it as powder. But it is not a supplement. The reason why that's important is supplements are made in factories with high heat, with extracts that your body can't recognize Uh, So you uh, have to have such high numbers on those vitamins and you don't absorb most of them anyway. So with algae, you get 90, it's 99% bioavailable. So it checked all my boxes off, you know, it was uh, alkaline, nutrient dense, scientifically proven, used for 50 years um, and easy to take because all you need to do is toss a couple of these tablets in your mouth. You can swallow them or chew them. And you're done. Each one of these tablets, and we're going to talk about those that we sell, are the size of a baby aspirin. Each one of those has the nutrition equal to a heaping plate of vegetables that you didn't have to buy from the grocery store, carry from the grocery store, cook, clean, or eat. So it's what I call efficient nutrition. So the only, there were really only two things wrong with algae that I could see. One, in America, nobody really knew about it, and that if it was available and it 's been sold here for fifty years, but it 's usually in weird packaging and it 's on the bottom shelf of some health food store gathering dust, so not no visibility, no education, no you know taking the mystery away of what algae is and why it 's good for you and Number two, the quality that 's been available has been very poor, most of it came from China, uh, mostly with uh, undocumented uh, nutrients, we do third party lab tests, and full of binders and fiber, other stuff, other gunk that doesn't deliver the nutrient density that you deserve. So I decided 10 years ago, I would devote the rest of my life to educating people about algae, what it is, why it's good for you, what the differences are, how to take it, how to judge your different suppliers, and to make it take the mystery uh, away so you don't think it's pond scum (laughs) (laughs) because it's so far from that it's a I call it everyone knows it's a superfood but I call it a super duper food because it's way more than a (laughs) superfood
0: right Right. Uh, so so many jumping off points there Uh, so it sounds like with you were kind of new to the whole health journey when your sister had her diagnosis as well, right? Completely,
1: Absolutely. I was a newbie.
0: (laughs) I'm a little perplexed by that. The the oncologist actually told someone to change their diet. That's pretty amazing. I'll I'll, I'll share a little bit about my story. My mother was uh, diagnosed with breast cancer. She went through standard Western treatment It went into remission, but then it came back later. I do remember I was, I was a bit younger at the time. Uh, but they're telling her, like, avoid antioxidants. You can't take it because it will interfere with the the treatment, right? And she died. I did not have a happy story, end to mine. And for me, that was like, I was starting down this to uh, called alternative health path or like learning about nutrition and whatnot. But for me, that was a kind of pivotal thing that spurred me to go deeper. And it's interesting for you, was the same thing, better outcome, but uh, that does seem to be a big part of what launches people into Completely. learning.
1: Almost yeah. everybody I've met in this community had a personal or a family experience similar to yours and mine, where they um, there was a sudden shock to a and and, and a and, a, and, a, and a urgent need to respond uh, with something that was. Um, not known mm-hmm. and with my sister situation i'm still stunned when i think about it 12 years ago that her oncologist told her about this but i my i think the reason why it happened was number one she lives in canada and in canada we have national health care and so there's not the same kind of control right. of the pharmaceutical industry as there is in america uh so it's to the doctor's they're, they're more motivated for a positive outcome because there's less financial reward as there is here. Number one, number Mm -hmm. two, her oncologist was a woman and women just, I'm sorry, we tend to be more driven to find health solutions because in the family, we're usually the ones that look after people. Mm -hmm. So there are exceptions. I'm sure you're one, but that, um, uh, so I'm just, and she did still have her go through the, Chemo, but she right. did um, at least recommend this to her, and I'm so grateful because her life changed, and so did mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I never knew anything about nutrition, so that and probably it's a it's a it has turned out to be a good thing because as I've mentioned, the science about algae has been available and around for at least fifty years, but. As I mentioned, scientists like to talk to other scientists and they know all the jargon and they have PhDs and they kind of they they speak in in, in short term. But Mm -hmm. because I'm a normal person, consumer, um, I had to back into the science. And once I learned the science, I had to then reinterpret it into ways. And I'll give you some analogies that uh, your other mainstream consumers could understand. So there's no jargon. If you want the science and I can go toe to toe with PhDs and I do at conferences and they're always very impressed because I know my science because I need to know if if people are counting on me, my integrity is in question if I haven't educated myself and i'm always educating myself we talked earlier before we started the conference about how we both have like 10 books on on deck waiting to be read and and it will it will, it's a it's a journey that i enjoy uh and I, and more importantly i enjoy sharing my knowledge it's not just for me to it it's not enough for me to know i need to help other people um benefit from my knowledge mm-hmm.
0: yeah and I, I really like the point you have that we we need something simple right so taking spirulina chlorella, it's it's like a whole bunch of vegetables compacted together essentially in the, the nutrients it provides. It doesn't have the soil depletion and whatnot because be- behavior modification is hard. It shouldn't be as difficult as it is. Like it should be taught in schools. Like how do you actually change habits and whatnot? I think right. that would help people out a whole lot if that was made more accessible. And people are starting with where they're at. So if we can give them the essentially kind of a magic bullet, something that's going to jumpstart the system, give them some quick results, then we can move on to the harder stuff a little bit later on. I'm seeing more and more. That's just so important.
1: Yeah. Baby steps. Mm -hmm. Life is all about baby steps and it's about uh, repetitive patterns. So if, um, if something is too ominous to like changing your diet, that's why I love algae so much. You don't need to change anything. Just take a couple a of these a day, that's it. And you don't have to you don't have to do anything. Just open your mouth. And when I finally because we that quote we have from NASA about one gram of algae equals a thousand grams of nutrition. So we did I did the math and I found a, a bag of our algae tablets that have a thousand tablets in it, has the equivalent nutrition of five hundred and fifty-one pounds of fruits and vegetables, which is about 30 grocery carts of food. And I used to, I was telling people that, but that still didn't resonate. It was still too big. Mm-hmm. But now that I've gotten, I've realized, cause I did the math again, that one of these tablets is the equivalent of a heaping plate of vegetables. And we've done some photography to help people that that is resonating mm-hmm. with people. And usually if, if this was visual, I would be talking to you and I would pop one of these tablets in my mouth cause I chew mine, but you can swallow them. And I'd go, Oh, just had a plate of vegetables it doesn't get any easier, especially when you have kids who won't eat vegetables, husbands who don't eat vegetables. By the way, pets love this stuff, and that's the true testament whether something is good for you or not because your pets are smart (laughs) animals are smart and if we could just pay more attention to them if they could talk to us other than in disney uh we would have a lot to learn from them so so when you can can, any everybody can look at one of these tablets and if they can conceive that it's equal to the nutrition of a heaping plate of vegetables that's all they need to know
0: (laughs) no that that is a great visual uh, and that's that's impressive. And yeah, the animals haven't had all their instincts beat out of them, so that's right. right. makes sense. I'll, I will feed some to my cats. I have not thought of that yet, but that, yeah, oh, I've given some them. other herbs, but not algae. Yeah,
1: yeah, they'll love them. They'll you know just be aware they'll want more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, so I, I have a question regarding the alkalinity, because what I've looked at, and for me, it's one of the best works on nutrition was Weston A. Price's Nutrition and Physical Degeneration. Have you read yes. that book? Or are you yeah, Well, I've not
1: that particular book, but I'm a big fan of, uh, of his work. Yes. Yeah.
0: When he went around, he was looking at indigenous peoples, uh, teeth, diets yep. all over the world, all kinds of yep. different diets. Uh, none were really vegetarian. Um, except the Indians and they had some more problems, but very diverse in it. And he actually looked at the pH and I I think this may just be in the appendix of the book and the pH of the diets was all over the place. So I'm trying to come to this conclusion. Like it's not the pH so much, but pH is kind of saying like an alkaline diet is a healthier diet, like more fruits and vegetables. You're getting those phytonutrients. Do you believe it's the pH that really matters or is it the other stuff in your opinion?
1: I think it's the nutrients, but let me just talk a little bit about the pH. So mm-hmm. everybody knows that your, your body temperature needs to be 98.6 to be healthy. Right. And all of your different organs and cells, your skin, everything has a particular pH that it tries to strive for, for homeostasis, but they're all different. Your blood pH needs to be at 7.34. That's smack dab in the middle mm-hmm. between the pH, which is the lower the pH is acidic and the high pH. Is um, alkaline. Now, Your body is so intelligent that if you eat too many foods that are acidic or you are emotional, there's a lot of things. Exercise releases lactic acid, which is acidic. Mm -hmm. Um, It it causes the blood to become more acidic and and move away from that 7.34. And so what your body automatically does is that it pulls minerals from your bones, your organs, your skin, to neutralize that acidity to bring you back to the 7.34 because if it didn't do that, you would die. Mm -hmm. But if if that happens over and over and over again, this is what causes your immune system to weaken because it's having its important minerals because minerals are important for every process in your body. Uh, Minerals are important for your bones Mm -hmm. for flexibility. And also, uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about COVID, and I'm going to just sort of give you a quick injection because um, everybody knows COVID is a respiratory illness, but what the doctors are starting to realize is also a blood disorder. Because mm-hmm. what the COVID does is it goes into your blood um, and your blood has its hemoglobin. That uh, Inside your hemoglobin is a iron cell that carries oxygen. So um, the, the virus inserts itself and kicks out the iron atom and, insert, and inserts itself. We'll talk later about the three different things that that does. But the virus is acidic. Cancer is acidic. All diseases are acidic. Why is that important? Well, Mother Nature and in her intelligence in your hemoglobin, she put a negative charge around your hemoglobin. So if you've ever held up magnets close to one another, you know that they repel one another. Well, your hemoglobin is the same way; it has this negative charge on it, so that they repel one another. Why is that important? When they repel, they can hold their nice round shape, which allows them to hold the iron, which allows them to hold the oxygen, so that you can get all the nutrients you need easily. It means they can move through your blood vessels very simply. They're not. And when the negative charge gets stripped off, as what happens with COVID or with too much acidity that causes your blood to clump, which means it can't hold the iron atom, it can't hold oxygen very well, it can't flow very well, you get clumped blood vessels, you get blood clots, right? So so the, the pH of your blood is very, very important. Um, and I don't know whether that was why the doctor, my sister's oncologist, wanted her to have an alkaline diet to maintain that blood pH, which It helps with your blood health, which helps with your immunity. Because um, we'll send you some documents to to, to post with the with the blog, but you can go online, and this is in any science book. You'll see that the chemical composition of your hemoglobin is identical to the chemical composition of chlorophyll, Mm -hmm. with the exception of one atom. And there's like seventy or forty parts to these you know chemical compositions in your blood. The only difference is that in the middle of of your hemoglobin is an iron atom, that's what carries oxygen. And in your chlorophyll, the iron atom, the middle atom is magnesium. Other than that, your blood and chlorophyll are identical. And chlorophyll is very Mm alkalining. Chlorophyll builds your blood in the World War II, they used to give the injured liquid chlorophyll if they ran out of blood for transfusions and they would heal just as fast. Why? Because blood and chlorophyll are almost identical. So, so it's not just the alkaline. It's a very, it's wrapped up. The alkaline Mm -hmm. part is wrapped up with chlorophyll and the highest concentration of chlorophyll comes from algae. And that is probably why it's so alkaline is because of all this high chlorophyll. So, so the so the pH of your blood is critical, but then you have to remember that, that there is a pH that needs to be maintained in every organ of your body your the acidity of your stomach needs to be it has to be more acidic than your Mm-hmm. Than your skin, for example, or your um. so it 's a very complicated matter, but the pH of your blood is one that I think most people can understand because of this clumping situation that occurs and and by the way uh, they 're doing lots of biopsies now of people who have passed from covid and they 're finding blood clots everywhere, mm-hmm. and that 's exactly what happens because the virus is acidic causes the clumping and anyways that's the situation yeah. so
0: <laughs> very fascinating yeah the, the chloroville being so similar to blood with magnesium which is something people are chronically deficient in 80 percent or see different estimates that's
1: exactly exactly amazing. um would it help for me to explain the different algaes and what algae is, or or do you have a different? I can go in any direction you want me. Yeah, to? Yeah, let's
0: let's go go into that because I think that's important for sure.
1: Yeah. So um, what I help people understand is that algae is its own food group, just like mushrooms are their own food group. Uh, Mm -hmm. um, I think all
0: the lost food groups, right? Like seaweeds, a lot of people aren't eating. Insects can be one of those. Like all these things that have a lot more nutrients than our standard foods. Like get into the lost food groups, you'll be doing better.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So fruits are our food group vegetables are a food group algae is neither one of those so it's its own food category and within algae as a category there are two main subcategories one is called macroalgae and the other one is called microalgae now we're going to be talking about microalgae but first let me explain what macroalgae is Macroalgae is also known as a seaweed, dulse, a kelp. It's that big stringy stuff that washes up on shore. Um, It's important for its fiber, excuse me, and its iodine, but it doesn't hold a candle to the nutritional value of microalgae. Now microalgae, which is what we're talking about, is is called microalgae because it's microscopic in size. There's something like 100 million Uh, algae algae that can fit on a head of a pin that's how tiny this stuff is and it's in everything it first of all microalgae was the first life on earth almost four four billion years ago Uh, it was mostly it was spirulina in fact and there's fossils to prove it And uh, it's in the oceans, it's in the lakes, it's in the rivers, it's in your soil, it's in your swimming pool, it's even in your aquarium. So there's thousands and thousands of strains of microalgae. The two main strains are blue-green and green. And there's thousands of those everywhere else. Now, if you Google blue-green algae and you might find something that says, oh, toxic blue-green algae, yes, if it grew in the ocean. Just like, you know, uh, if you, you know, read about swampy water, uh, and you wouldn't drink swampy water, you would, you would, you would drink clean water, right? So swampy water doesn't mean that water's bad, it just means that that water's bad. Mm-hmm. So if you read about toxic blue-green algae, that's just the algae that's in the ocean. The two that we're talking about are harvested as food crops, They do not grow in the ocean, they are grown in fresh water, and we're renowned for having the cleanest, purest, toxin-free algae, because we grow ours in triple-filtered spring mountain water in Taiwan, and we air dry it without heat, and we'll talk about that later on. But the two main algae that are harvested as food crops, and have been harvested as food crops for 50 years in Asia, are spirulina and chlorella. So Let's talk about each one of them. Spirulina is an example of a blue-green algae. Why is it called a blue-green algae? Because it has two pigments. The green pigment you're quite familiar with is called chlorophyll, and we're going to talk more about that in a few minutes. The other pigment is called phycocyanin, and I'm sure you don't know about it. And it's a beautiful blue, Aegean blue color that has a lot of healing properties that cannot be found anywhere else. Uh, and just as a side note, science, scientists have found that it helps prevent the uh, COVID virus from uh, getting into your cells. But anyway, spirulina, blue-green algae, it's technically a bacteria. Yes, spirulina is a bacteria. Why? Because it has no cellulose wall or nucleus. Uh, it's a single cell organism. But the amazing thing about spirulina is that it has the highest concentration of protein in the world. Even the United Nations had a global conference on spirulina in 1974, almost, you know, over 40 years ago, and identified it as the answer to world hunger because it has three times the amount of protein as steak. ours is 64% protein. There is nothing in the world that has more concentrated protein than spirulina. And even more importantly, all that protein is already in amino acid form. When you eat animal protein, your body needs to break it down into amino acids so it can be absorbed. But that can take up to three days. And if you don't have all the factors and cofactors, you only end up with about five or 10% of it as amino acids. And it takes three days. With spirulina, because there's no cellulose wall and because the protein's already in amino acids, it gets absorbed instantly. So it's like 99% bioavailable. And not only does spirulina have this high amount of protein, it's loaded with the B vitamins. B vitamins are what convert aminos into energy. That's why we call our, our main our first and main spirulina energy bits, because we thought that was easier to say than spirulina. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And it gives you energy, gives you both mental energy and physical energy. Now it's not lightning bolts from the sky because there's no sugar, caffeine or chemicals. It's not a stimulant. You just get energy from the protein, the B vitamins and the 40 other vitamins and minerals that work um, in synergy to help you basically just feel the way we describe it is you feel fresh you you feel like you just had a great night's sleep or walk out in the fresh air. Um, you're ready for anything. Athlete, we were a sports nutrition company for the first four years because athletes love it so much because it gives them steady energy and doesn't upset their stomach because it gets so absorbed so quickly. Um, so part of the energy is from the high um, protein that's in amino acid, the high B vitamins. High uh, iron, which, as we mentioned earlier, is what carries oxygen. And when you have more oxygen, you have more energy. It's also loaded with essential fatty acids like omega-3 um, that help with your brain functioning. Um, and and most people sadly get their omega-3 from fish oil, which is bad for you for or bad for everybody because it over kills so much of the ocean life. And most um, fish oil goes rancid after about a month, but. I remind people, where do you think the fish get the omega-3 from? <laughs> they, they get it from algae. So you might as well go to the original source and get it for yourself as well. Bypass really, the
0: middleman.
1: Yeah, 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 bypass the middleman. You got it. Uh, algae also has uh, boron, which is really important for myelin sheaths and you know, um, thought processing. So there's a lots of different reasons why spirulina gives you energy. It's all science-based. It's all nutrition but and it's well documented um, and acknowledged by nutritionists. Even Dr. Gundry, who wrote the plant paradox, he even endorses um, algae because algae is not technically a plant, so it doesn't have any of the anti nutrients that you might find in plants. Like it has no phytates, it has no um, lectins, it has no oxalates. So, so, algae plays with everybody, whether you're vegan, paleo, keto. Um, low carb, low fiber, it's great. So spirulina, basically an energizing algae, dense nutrition, great for intermittent fasting, great for a snack. Uh, The only downside I will admit about spirulina is it doesn't taste very good. (laughs) (laughs) It's very chewy because of the high protein and the essential fatty acids. So most people swallow them. But you know, so in the morning you get up, you have whatever you have, tea or whatever, toss three or four of these down in like nanoseconds and that will take the edge off your hunger will give you a little bit of energy to get going one calorie per tablet so if you're watching your your calories it's you know it's it's very waistline friendly as i say and then you can have more in the morning more in the afternoon It, it take it anytime you are tired or hungry. You can't have too much of it because it's just a plant. It's like having too much broccoli or too much salad. Mm-hmm. Um, now we found that women weren't attracted to the packaging or branding. And as you know, I started this because of my sister. So women's health is really big for, important for me. So my girlfriends told me I should just package it in pink and give it a cute name. And because the high protein and the high antioxidants uh, build your skin and hair health, um, I thought, well, what the heck? Okay. So I we made a second brand of spirulina and called it Beauty Bits. Uh, it's in a pink package, <laughs> uh, but it does exactly the same thing as Energy Bits. And someone said, oh, you have a boy spirulina and a girl spirulina. And, you know, pretty much that's, the, that's I guess, the truth. So, yeah. um, so that's spirulina. Unbelievable. Good for any age. Babies, newborns, granddads, pets, you name it. Not a, in, in 50, 60 years of it being used, I don't think I've heard a single um, negative outcome of, of from spirulina. Very, very nutrient-dense, though. So if you have had a bad diet in the past, first of all, it's the easiest thing to do to correct it. But take it slowly and start with maybe just three or four tablets a day so you don't um, go, go a little nuts. Um, now, a billion years after spirulina because it releases oxygen when it's growing, there was enough oxygen for more life forms to occur. And chlorella, its brother, was next. (laughs) Now, chlorella does belong to the plant kingdom, although it's technically not a plant, uh, because it has the hardest cellulose wall in the plant kingdom. Remember I said spirulina has no cellulose wall. Chlorella has the hardest. Why is that hard cell wall important? Because it attaches to toxins and pulls them out. It chelates heavy metals lead, mercury, radiation. Um, It uh, it was used at Fukushima, Hiroshima, Chernobyl. Uh, When the Fukushima disaster happened about eight years ago, the entire global supply of chlorella was bought up within 24 hours by everybody in Asia because they know it's the only thing that pulls out radiation. We have Some customers who use it who are getting chemotherapy, and they take it to help pull out the excess radiation so they're not as nauseous. Um, You'll be amused to know that it also identifies alcohol as a toxin. So if you take it after you drink wine or beer or spirits of any kind, um, you are sober in an hour and a half, and you never have a hangover. (laughs) And it works every time. Um, We have customers who've gone to, well, when they were traveling, they went to vegas or they had their bachelorette party and they were the only ones taking the chlorella we call our chlorella recovery bits because it helps you recover your health or recover from your party or recover from sports um so it really did help we also work with um as i mentioned athletes they take the spirulina before a workout and they take the chlorella afterwards because it also identifies lactic acid as a toxin so uh, we fuel nhl teams olympic teams they They, again, they use the spirulina. They put like 75 in a smoothie before a hockey game. um, And then they take the chlorella afterwards to pull out the lactic acid. But but the lint in particular really love the chlorella because as you know, when teams travel, whether you're high school, well, you're not traveling now, but when you do again, um, you're on a bus together or a plane together and you bunk together. And if one person gets sick, it travels very quickly through the team. And chlorella, because it has so much chlorophyll, and we're going to talk about that next, um, builds your immune system. So it literally prevents you from getting sick of any kind, including, quite honestly, viruses. So chlorella, very great for detox of any kind from that hard cell wall. And as I just mentioned, it's also the highest concentration of chlorophyll in the world. Spirulina has the highest concentration of protein in the world. Chlorophyll has the highest concentration of chlorophyll. It has a thousand times more chlorophyll than Chinese greens, 200 times more than spinach, uh, has 25 times more than Liquid chlorophyll, which are made from alfalfa sprouts. So, if we're all desperately short of chlorophyll, and if you have a sensitivity, frankly as I, as I do, to lectins or oxalates, um, which means that if you can't eat oxalates or can't eat things with oxalate, that, you know spinach is certainly off the off the food choice. So kale's probably not a good choice either. So, so people are looking for ways to get chlorophyll, and there are no oxalates in our algae. Because it's not technically a plant. It's a, if you have to call it anything, it's a sea vegetable. Um, plants develop these things like oxalates to protect themselves from it, from you know bugs, um, and so unfortunately they also cause problems for some people, which irritate their gut, which causes you know leaky gut. So chlorophyll and cl- chloral algae have none of those problems, and yet they have this rich abundance of chlorophyll. Why is chlorophyll so important? Well, here's the deal with chlorophyll. It's a fat-based pigment. Why is that important? Because all of your health starts at the cellular level. It's the mitochondria inside your cells and the cell walls. And if you don't get nutrients to the mitochondria and if you don't get toxins pulled out from the cells, that causes an acidic environment. Remember, we talked about that. And that causes... The, um the cells to start behaving um, poorly and they don't communicate, they become sick, they become rogue and, and it 's a slippery slope, and disease is the next thing so the great thing about chlorophyll and here 's one of my little analogies I like to help people understand is you know when you have dirty windows, you can't see out, and uh, sunlight can't get in, and if you have dirty windows in your car. That's even more damaging, and that's an accident waiting to happen. So chlorophyll, because it's a fat-based pigment, is like, I call it window washers for your cells. It cleans your cell walls so that nutrients can get in and toxins can get out. And that's what's about greens. But you can't get anything more green. Uh, you can't get more chlorophyll than you can from chlorella algae. Obviously, spirulina has chlorophyll as well, but it has two pigments. Chlorella is just chlorophyll as the pigment. So it's a very rich source of um, chlorophyll that cleans your cells. And that's one of the reasons why it builds your immune system. Now, remember, I mentioned about how chlorophyll looks like your blood. So when you have a lot of chlorophyll, you're injecting a lot of oxygen, you're injecting a lot of magnesium, you're um, cleaning your blood. And if your blood is clean, then it's able to deliver other nutrients and oxygen to your blood which helps you stay healthy. Um, The other amazing thing about chlorella, um, because of that hard cell wall, it actually has fiber in the cell wall and we're reading and we'll continue to read about the importance of your gut biome. Your bacteria in your biome need fiber and the fiber allows them to release what's called short-chain fatty acids that heal your cell wall. A lot of immune autoimmune system a lot of autoimmune rather is a result of leaky gut. You know, Different food groups um, pour, get through your, your gut. Your gut wall is, is protected by a one layer, one cell layer of mucosal surfaces easily broken through. And so when you get stuff breaking through, it gets into your bloodstream and your immune system starts attacking itself. So, so chlorella helps, prevent that because it provides the, the fiber that the the bacteria need. That's why it's been used for decades for IBS, Crohn's disease. Um, it heals the gut because it the chlorophyll, which is cleansing, it the hard cell wall, which absorbs toxins and the fiber. Um, so it also stimulates peristalsis. Bowel movements are critical for, uh, you know, your health to get rid of the toxins. So that's why we, you know, and there's so many other nutrients in chlorella like vitamin K2 that, Pull out excess calcium from your soft tissue to move it into your bones, which prevents heart disease, Alzheimer's, you know, wrinkles. Um, so, cl- the thing I need you to understand is that chlorella is a health and wellness algae. So, we call it recovery bits because you recover your health. Spirulina is an energizing algae. So so you take spirulina in the morning when you need energy and you're hungry and you you know all that sort of stuff and then generally we recommend chlorella at night because your body goes through a detox cycle when you sleep. So this will facilitate the detox and um, in so many ways, it, you know, when you sleep, your brain, when you're in deep sleep, your brain shrinks and it, you have a cleansing system in your brain. And so that's one of the times that if you had something like chlorella, it can pull out the aluminum from your brain and there's lots of aluminum in our brains because of glyphosate. It's all over the place. So um, uh, this helps restore health to your brain, health to your biome. I think everyone in the world should be taking chlorella algae every day. I say it's like giving your body a shower from the inside. We shower every day outside. So chlorella gives you a shower on the inside. Now the cool thing about chlorella, at least I think <clears throat> is it tastes pretty good. Well, well, It's not sweet because obviously it's green, but um, if you eat it, it tastes like a soy nut or a sunflower seed. And I like to eat it with some sea salt, Um, but it also tastes great, really great with macadamia nuts. So, but just like spirulina, if you do not like the taste, just swallow it. You get the same benefits. Um, now, and again, you can take three or four a day if you want to just to sort of up your wellness. If you're doing a detox though, you will need the full 20 or 30 tablets. So if you have wine and you don't want to have a hangover, you're going to need 20 or 30 um, uh, or more if you're, if you want to recover from sports, uh, if you're a big person and all that sort of stuff. So um, spirulina energizing, take it in the morning, in the afternoon, chlorella uh, health and wellness algae taken in the evening for sure. Um, but y- you can take either of them any time a day with each other by themselves, with food, uh, put them in a smoothie. Um, they're, they're great for traveling. If you end up at a hotel and you don't know what's in that mini bar, if you have some algae with you, at least, you know, you can take the edge off your hunger, recover from your trip, uh, keep your health, um, where it needs to be. Uh, it's, I, I just think it's everyone's best friend. It certainly is
0: mine. <laughs> I'd like to ask a little bit more, uh, the specifics around the detox, uh, I guess the more I've gotten into health, just we live in a very polluted world, as you were saying, glyphosate's on everything and there's so much out there. So just recognizing more and more the importance of detox and how the average person doesn't think of that at all. Um, yeah, so How much of the research, like chlorella has a huge reputation and justifiably so for helping with detox. I'm curious how much of the science has looked at, um, because different things may pull different heavy metals or toxins better than others, for instance. So I'm just curious, you mentioned some of the things, the lead, mercury, radiation, aluminum there. How much of the science has specifically looked at the, the benefits with chlorella?
1: Well, um, the dental community has known about chlorella for a very long time because they pull out you know our fillings what they call they call mmograms, mm-hmm. uh, have um, mercury in them, yeah. and so the dentists have been using chlorella for a long time, the biological dentists because mm-hmm. and they not only do they recommend it to their patients, they take it too because there will be fumes from the the mercury in the air as they take this these fillings out from people's mouths mm-hmm. and you, you don't want to have your an average or your regular dentist do these sorts of things because you have to really protect yourself because you don't want to swallow any of that mercury mercury is very very poisonous
0: it can be um, worse in the process if it's not done right than yeah just sitting.
1: So, so the, medical, the, the dental community has known about chlorella's benefits with mercury for a long time. Um, there are other holistic doctors like Dr. Klinghardt, who um, runs a clinic up in Seattle and has been running it for 20 or 30 years, and he's a big proponent of chlorella. Um, he talks about how it seems to work even better when you marry it with cilantro. Mm. Now, I actually haven't read any of the science about that, but, um, I'm, you know, I personally, I love cilantro, so it wouldn't certainly be a difficulty for me to have it. Um, but in terms of, um, uh, so here's the, I'll tell you an interesting little side story about how algae even got started, particularly chlorella. Um, it was discovered in by the Dutch back in the late 1800s to have the highest concentration of protein in the world, and then in the early 1900s the Germans started doing research uh, on it. And Otto Warburg, who's well known in the cancer world, he was doing research on it, and that's who fa- fa- you know found out that. Um, cancer can't exist in an alkaline environment. Anyways, and he won a Nobel Prize for it. So, so the bottom line is the, the Germans had done all this research on chlorella because of the chlorophyll. And then there was World War I and Germany was bombed out and there was no food or livestock. And I don't know how things happened, but anyways, the German government knew about the chlorophyll and they discovered about algae having the highest concentration of protein. So somehow they got chlorella algae into the germans to feed them because of the protein and uh and then it kind of just dis- disappeared nobody really talked about it anymore and then there was world war Two, and there was hiroshima and as part of something called the marshall plan the americans committed to helping the japanese rebuild and to one of the part of that deal was to feed them so they somehow research got in touch with the germans and had learned about chlorella feeding their company their people back in world war one so with all the food that was sent over to japan somehow they included chlorella i don't know where it came from but anyways there you go now what was interesting is not only did the chlorella because it still has 60 percent protein feed the japanese they found out the people that got it healed from the radiation this is back in 1948 and so when the that world war ii was over and i have the documents to prove it um there were the the um, the rockefeller institute spent four years researching chlorella algae and decided it was the answer to to everything (laughs) and uh uh, and they start and they built a um a, a pilot plant ironically here in boston which is where i'm based to try to grow it for mass consumption, but they only gave it a year and after a year they shut it down. And and then the Japanese said, Well, if you're not going to pursue this chlorella stuff, we will. And this was so this is back in 1950. So all the research was sent over to, to Japan and it took them 10 years to figure out how to grow chlorella for mass consumption. And that is why the entire chlorella industry was started. That's an, that's what was because the Japanese had been healed from the radiation from fukushima from with the chlorella and after chlorella started being grown for mass consumption and and the industries for chlorella is still based in japan but it's now grown into taiwan and india and china and Mm -hmm. also then the spirulina started being grown but they don't grow spirulina in, in japan interestingly enough but so that's why um, the radiation issue is documented. it's on solid footing with the radiation, because it's been mm-hmm. used ever since the '40s for, for that purpose. Um, so um, there's lots and lots of others uh, and the United Nations, they fed the chlorella to people after the um, Chernobyl again, for the same reason to pull out the radiation. So, um, now chlorella, what you need to understand is that not only does it pull out the toxins, um, it, has itself it's loaded with 40 vitamins and minerals so it does not pull out other minerals it only pulls out toxins if you use um, activated charcoal as a to pull out toxins that pulls out everything that pulls out all minerals and that can run into some problems you don't want to do that so i think chlorella is far safer because it only pulls out toxins Uh, and the reason why it pulls out alcohol is because when you when you consume alcohol and i i can find the chart or the article your body converts the alcohol into different toxins and it's those toxins that the the um the chlorella is detecting i call chlorella intelligent food because it knows what to do in your body and you have to be intelligent to take it Uh, and you know I really hope one day we're a much bigger company and I can do more I can fund these kinds of studies Mm -hmm. most of these studies are done in Asia well actually that's not true India they're done everywhere else there's some here in America I have access to about two thousand of them as I mentioned there's a hundred thousand but I have links to NIH PubMed you know at least two maybe three thousand articles so I don't say anything publicly or on our website anywhere if I don't have the, the science to back it up. Mm-hmm. So, um, And just on that note, um, I'm constantly looking for new stuff. And about a couple of weeks ago, there was a great article that came out. The uh, pharmaceutical de- department at the University of Pittsburgh has developed a nose spray that prevents COVID. Guess what the active ingredient is in the nose spray? It's algae. Uh, Now, it's still going through clinical trials and it's not going to be available until the end of the year or early next year. So I, I'm telling people, why wait for the nose spray when you could take algae now?
0: <laughs> you don't need to come shove the web- tablets <laughs> up your nose,
1: right? Yeah, just go <laughs> to our website, energybits.com, and you're you know locked and loaded. <laughs> but it's just a confirmation that there's more and more awareness um, uh, about algae. And in fact, I just got an art a publication in the mail. It's actually for a beauty. It's a quarterly beauty, and there were four pages about algae being used in creams you know there's very expensive creams like la mer that have used algae for 20 years Mm -hmm. but i tell people why cheat the rest of your body like if you put a cream on your face only your skin on your face is getting the benefits of the algae if you if you ingest it uh that that's going into your blood that's circulating everywhere not just your face it's going everywhere so Mm -hmm. um people are always stunned when they find out how old I am because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm much older than people think. And it's cause uh, Hey, I've been taking algae for the last 10 years. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 I think that's important. Cause uh, trying to create a model for health, it's, you know, the inputs and the outputs and something like uh, the algae is, has tremendous nutrients coming in, but also helping with the detoxification at the same time. So yeah. that's why it's like such a good foundation. Yeah. It's been really simple. And-
1: I don't think people understand that, you know, up until about 50 years ago, we didn't have this kind of toxic load in our environment. I think there's something like 200,000 chemicals that have been released into our world since World War II. So that's like since the 50s. And when they study a new toxin or chemical or whatever, they sit in isolation. They don't look at it as the... Uh, one more on the layering of toxins that are already there. Mm -hmm. And so it's like right now we're all like, we're like buckets with holes in them or a boat with a hole in them. And we're trying to stay afloat. Um, But if you don't, but you can't make much headway if you don't get, because every day we get more toxins and yet there's the, the the, the load that we've had for, from the years of living are still there. So you need to get rid of what's there Mm -hmm. and then you need to plug the holes So you have, you know, and the plugging in the holes is avoiding certain things, but there's some stuff that you can't avoid. I mean, if, if you live in LA or, you know, there's air pollution and, and there's, you know, even if you eat organic food, there's still contamination from glyphosate. And even if you wear only organic cotton clothing, there's still, you know, you can't live in a bubble. You go into buildings. And so uh, it's, it's becoming informed is the criti- is the, the big issue here, not becoming obsessed just informed and and finding simple ways like algae that will help fill you know plug those holes whether they're nutritional holes or um, helping you remove toxins if it's complicated and um, you know there's a you know there's a lot of the biohacking community that we work with and they go to the cryotherapy and um, not everyone's near a cryotherapy it's expensive and and it's kind of cool but You know, I'm trying to reach out to the average person and try to help the average person uh, manage their way through this complicated world we've created for ourselves with simple solutions. Um, Algae is a single cell organism. Okay, it's as simple as it gets. It was also the first life on Earth. You cannot get any lower on the food chain than algae. And it was created by Mother nature, and she's no, she 's a smart cookie um, she 's the one that made our blood look like chlorophyll and By the way, speaking of Mother Nature and mother's in general, I did an analysis I, I saw that the nutrient uh, profile of mother 's breast milk was almost identical to spirulina, the same amino acids in the same proportions and I just so I now think of spirulina as you know mother earth 's breast milk for us you can 't obviously have breast milk after the age of two or three but you can have spirulina every day <laughs> yeah.
0: well time has really flown by here i, I did can we really briefly because obviously there are other companies but the the quality standards like some i have experienced chlorellas or spirulinas that have like a fishy smell or taste compared to your like very clean i enjoyed chewing the tablets myself and i do say chlorella is better than spirulina for that yeah yeah <laughs> uh but yeah can you just speak to that briefly i guess
1: absolutely um yeah they're they're like my children i i uh, i hate to say anything bad about spirulina but it you know swallowing is probably the better choice um so here's the situation um I wasn't planning on building a company. I just wanted to help my sister. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I learned a little bit more and I thought, well, I can help a few more people. And, and there, I, I taught nutrition for a year, not even charging. <laughs> and, then I, and then I stumbled across algae and I thought, man, this needs to get out to the world. So the reason I tell you that is because every step along the way in building this company that I wasn't planning on building in the first place has been done to, with the uh, decision to help people. So I'm not a big, you know, pharmaceutical supplements company trying to make a fast dollar. I just want to help people. So I do nothing else and we sell nothing else except algae. So we're experts on algae. And that being said, um, we, all the, you know, the strains of algae we use are higher quality than most people. We grow it in triple filtered spring mountain water. So because, which is important because algae will absorb whatever's in the water and lots, you know, if you go to. If you go to Target or Whole Foods, though, I can promise you almost everything came from China and um, there's not the same attention to to detail or quality because they probably sell 500 or a thousand other supplements. It's impossible for them to spend the same kind of time or detail that we do. So it's the higher strain high quality clean water we don't use high heat to dry it and this is important because heat kills enzymes so um we aren't interested in getting to the market fast like everybody else so our enzymes are intact and also heat destroys some of the nutritional value this is why i don't recommend supplements because they use high heat and so uh, that's why the numbers are so high on those supplements because they know you're only going to absorb about five percent of it algae is food so no high heat so you get all the Enzymes intact, spirulina spirulina's both of them are still raw food. Um, spirulina is considered a, 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 a live food. Um, and then we, when we dry them into these little tablets, we don't use any binders, no fillers, nothing. Um, I've got pictures of other companies who've, you know, got ground up rocks mixed up with their algae. So that's why, you know, it's cheaper because the the high algae is expensive. Certainly ours is. Um, Then we package it in what's called UV protected bags so that the sunlight can't get in because that would pull out the chlorophyll. Not everybody's as, excuse me, as careful as that. And then um, we package it here at a FDA approved location And we do third-party lab tests because we don't sell through. I chose not to sell through CVS and GNC because I'm not interested in that kind of distribution right now. I want to educate people first. So we only sell through our website, energybits.com. You can also buy them on Amazon. But we sell primarily through doctors, functional medicine, chiropractors nutritionists um, and they recommend and sell they literally prescribe our algae to their patients so they needed to see for sure that there were no toxins that the nutrients were exactly what we say they are so we do all these third-party lab tests we even test for uh, neurotoxins which of course there are none um, because it's so carefully grown and packaged uh, and I don't know anybody else that does that so um, so while I you know a, a large bag of our tablets is $120 although we have a uh, um, 20% discount code for your listeners lost Empire that works on everything all the time so it brings it down to 96 what I want people to understand is that that's really high value food remember there's five hundred and fifty one pounds of vegetables equivalent uh, in a bag of the algae tablets and If you were to buy five hundred and fifty one pounds of vegetables at the average cost of three dollars a pound for organic because ours is grown organically that's fifteen hundred dollars so it's like plus not to mention all the time of shopping carrying in the home you know, mm-hmm. cooking cleaning, and your your kids probably won't even eat it so this way, um, it's very efficient nutrition, and um, so I, it's. And, and there's nothing else in it. It's as clean. It's probably the purest, cleanest food you'll ever put in your body uh we have people telling us they muscle tested it and we always pass the muscle test your body knows intuitively what's good for it or not and if you don't know how to muscle test um go online and learn about it there's different techniques you can do it yourself you can get someone to do it for you some people need more of the spirulina some more of the chlorella some both Um, so it's uh, but i i'm stand i'm very proud of the quality um because I don't know how to do it any differently I I you know that's kind of just who I am well, and that, I'm that's also
0: important when you when you start for like a, a personal reason or your sister like you want the best stuff for yourself and for your family right it, it, it's it's where people don't start for those yeah. reasons they're looking for a quick buck that yeah things start to go downhill <laughs>
1: Well, you know, I tell people I don't even pay myself and I haven't for 10 years. If I have any any money from the company, I I just spend it on the company to do something more or we do research or we pay our team more. Um, I'm hoping to be a positive influence in the world and do research and have an educational center teaching people. I'd like to start at school, the Algae uh, Academy, um, mm-hmm. sort of what um, they've um, – they've, um, Asprey did with, uh, you know, with his uh, um, Bulletproof Coffee, he has certification. Algae is going to change the world. It's already changing it. You just don't know it because you're not in it like I am. But, um, you know, uh, Reebok launched a running shoe last year. It was all made of plants. The liner was made of algae. Why? Because algae kills bacteria. Um, Gore-Tex just launched an entire clothing line. All based on algae. Why? Because it's the most eco-friendly, sustainable crop in the world. Um, there's a Unilever just invested in a company in the UK that's making packaging out of algae. Why? Because um, they it, for condiments and you know juices, water bottles. Because uh, you can either. Once you finish your water bottle, you can eat the bottle if you want, or it will self-destruct um, in anywhere in twenty in within twenty five or thirty days because uh, it so uh, has no negative carbon footprint. Uh, it's been used in, in Italy in pastas. It's been it's put in foods everywhere in Asia. Um, by the way, in Japan they have the lowest cancer rates the best longevity uh great skin and hair they've even had very very low covid rates and, and uh, algae builds your immune system naturally because it has all the immune support nutrients your body needs so um so i mean it just I, you know it, the stuff that's happening with algae is exciting to me and i love to share it um but, but uh and you know it's just that uh you know, a lot of people just aren't aware of it. So that's what I try to do is just educate people. I'm not weird and algae's not weird. Is uh, and I tell people also algae isn't new, it's just new to you. Right. Um it's well documented, long time used in other countries and we're just trying to help people understand it. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think what you said there that's the, the oldest living organism in the world and lowest on the food chain, that, that if you understand things, that says a whole lot right there. So yeah. I, I've known about algae for years, been taking it on and off, but this definitely made me quite a bit more excited about it. So thank you very much, Catherine. This is great.
1: You're, you're very welcome. And, and uh, again, um, if people want to come to our website, energybits.com, and use the, you'll see a coupon box. Lost Emp- uh, put Lost Empire in there. And if you're not ready to buy a full bag, remember the Spirulina are. There's two brands, Energy Bits and Beauty Bits. are exactly the same. Just one's pink and one's blue. Then we have the Chlorella, which is Recovery Bits. Mm -hmm. Um, And we also offer a fourth brand called Vitality Bits, which is a blend of the the two algae. And if you aren't ready to jump in and buy a whole bag, and I completely understand that. Don't worry about that. You can go to Amazon and you can buy little pouches that have 30 tablets. And it's only $4 each. Mm -hmm. So try it out for $4. If you have prime shipping, you get free shipping. And then come back to the website and you can buy your bag with the, the discount code. Um, there's a lot of science on our website about the COVID. I didn't get a chance to talk about that, but uh, it is pretty powerful in terms of building your immune system and even helping you recover from it. Um, and it's all science-based. So um, we're just trying to help people, A, be healthy, B, do it in an easy way, and three, have a clean, safe source. Mm-hmm. And that would be us.
0: <laughs> yes. That's, that's great. That sums it up. It, really it is one of those foundational things and uh we all need more nutrients and we need help with detox like everyone <laughs> needs that <laughs> so give, give these a try i, I highly recommend right. it and I, I don't say that of a lot of companies out there but uh the commitment to quality is very important thank you catherine i appreciate
1: it thanks logan <laughs>